What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Clinch Podcast. I am happy to be back again this week. Uh, Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you are new, thank you so much again for checking me out. And if you're returning, thank you for being an OG. I really appreciate appreciate all the support that you guys uh, have given me and are continuing to give me. This is just a fun project of mine I just do it because I cannot stop talking about MMA it's just an absolute passion of mine and I thank you guys for continuing to tune in every week to my ramblings and supporting me so without further ado let's go ahead and jump into this week's event we have UFC Vegas 12 that just happened And it was an emotional night, to say the least. Um, Just absolute emotions all over the place. So let's go ahead and dive in. I wanted to go ahead and start off with um, talking about Sean Strickland and just how entertaining that fight was. I mean, come on. That last round when he was just, you know egging it on um in a good way i'm sure there's a better term to use for that but just how he was like let's go let's go like just wanting to perform i am obsessed obsessed with fighters who do that um i i do enjoy seeing that energy more so throughout the fight but especially at the end i can totally understand the urgency of wanting to put on such a show and obviously it paid off for him. It's just, I, I am so enamored by fighters who, who do that. And, you know, not only just go out there and try to win, but try to perform. Like, that is exactly the kind of spirit that makes this sport so fun. So, was super, super happy about Sean Strickland um, doing that at the end of his fight. Just amazing. I mean, what more could you ask for? Um I'm sure there is more, but you know, (laughs) uh, so I also apologize for the noise in the background. I can never give you guys just pure, clear sound. (laughs) It's laundry day over here. So we've got the washer and dryer going. Sorry about that. You know that we are just chilling over here on this podcast. We're very casual. So I apologize for that. Thank you guys so much. Alright, so I wanted to move on to talking about Adrian Yanez and his fight. I thought that he consistently picks his shots extremely well, just amazingly well. And he follows up very intently. That head kick in his fight was just perfectly timed. And it was really smart for him to continue to move forward instead of taking time to reset. And I think um, ultimately for some fighters, maybe it isn't the best idea. But he looked just very polished enough to even when moving back and being pushed back, he chose to follow up with those shots instead of taking time to reset. And... You know, it different things work for different fighters, and I think mostly with different fighters, it might be smarter for them to take that time after an exchange to reset. But obviously, for Adrian, he did not need to do that, and 
he was able to be successful in following up instead of, like I said, taking time to reset. So really cool to see. I look forward to seeing more of the kid. And it was just a really overall, really entertaining fight for me. All right. So moving on once again to uh, Bobby Green versus Tiago Moises. Moises came with some heavy heat in the first round, but in my opinion, body, Bob, body, <laughs> Bobby did a great job of trying not to make the same mistakes and assumptions twice in there. So what I mean by that is Moises, even though he was coming with that heat, Bobby still was able to respect that power and maneuver around it. And I am a Bobby Green fan, so you know here that once I like somebody, I'm biased. So <laughs> you're going to be hearing those perspectives, even though I always do try to be fair. So in round two, they both looked like they started respecting one another's power a bit more. I think Bobby did a fantastic job of escaping that leg lock there in that round or whatever it was. It, it looked like a leg lock to me, but you guys know that I don't have a strong grappling back background, so please correct me. Teach me some stuff. That's what we do here. <laughs> so he, he rolled with Moises to evade that submission, so you could tell that he obviously was drilling that and preparing for that in his fight. And I always get frustrated when fighters hang their hands down instead of up during a fight and Obviously, if you saw the fight, you saw that Bobby did that a lot, and it's something that he does do. It just gives me so much anxiety, <laughs> so much anxiety, and especially when they're fighting guys like Moises, he he did take advantage, and fighters will take advantage of that when they are smart and they see that. Um, I I don't really know the advantages that hanging your hands down has, or if it is just purely showboating. Um, but Bobby definitely gave me some anxiety with that. So with round three, it was definitely slower paced, but not at all in a bad way, in my opinion. And they seemed like they were taking more time to be more calculated. And with some fights, when it slows down, it is not that entertaining because they slow down to catch your breath. Whereas with these men, I feel like it was more so to think a little more while you know still kind of uh recuperating but still using that time to think more and be more calculated i think they both needed to slow it down and switch up the game plan obviously bobby got the loss which you know sucks because i did think he won but it is what it is i mean the judges are I'm going to make whatever decisions that they're going to make. We obviously always are going to have disagreements on whether they got it wrong or got it right. But either way, it was a very entertaining fight. And I think Bobby did fantastic. <laughs> so moving on to Kevin Holland. I love Kevin Holland. I really, really do. I am not sure what happened in that fight. Like, I'm, I still keep trying to, like, find video. And I guess there just weren't any cameras in, in that angle um, showing on Tavares. But I think I said that right. Uh, showing, showing whether it was, like, a verbal or what happened. I, I heard that it was his neck 
but I still haven't seen any seen any updates on like what exactly happened. Um, but it was it was a crazy fight and predictable of Kevin, and I don't mean predictable. Predictable. Do you guys hear me today? Oh my gosh, predictable uh, for Kevin. I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just that that's the kind of fights that you expect from Kevin. Just kind of crazy and all over the place in a good way and an entertaining way. Like I said, I love the dude. I'd love to see him fight Izzy. I'm I'm not sure of his chances of winning, but I am sure of the predictability of how great that fight would be. It would just be fun. It would be a banger and you know, he's not going to shy away from standing and and trading with Izzy. And I'm not saying any of the other contenders like Robert Whitaker are afraid to at all because they are definitely not at all i just love seeing that in the division and there are so many contenders who collectively have insane striking skills so it's like that is what makes it such a fun division in my opinion and i'm not saying grappling isn't entertaining it totally is i would love you know to see that but I'm just saying that the kind of striking that the contenders and Israel Adesanya have for that division is amazing. It just, you know that the fights are, are going to be heated. They're going to be high-paced. They're going to be technical. They're, they're just going to be everything that you want to see. And of course, the fight with Izzy and Romero is a little bit of a stain, but it's easy to forget. I mean... Kevin Holland, if, you know, whoever he fights next, whether it be Izzy or whatever, um, he might be waiting a while for that if he waits for Izzy. <laughs> but, you know, it's still, you know, it's still something that'd be fun to see. And I think I saw that something about him wanting to fight uh, Mike Perry. And I'm happy if anyone who is a striker wants to fight Mike Perry and I'll just leave that at that. <laughs> so fun division, obviously another fun win for Kevin Holland and I cannot wait to see him back. So now to a fight that I wasn't too happy about the outcome. And that is of course, Maurice Green versus Greg Hardy. I'm on the couch. I'm sorry. Um, I didn't think Greg Hardy paced himself very well in the first round, but, and I'm not sure if I have mentioned this in this in previous episodes, I probably have, but, you know, I'm not too, too fond of Greg Hardy, especially with his domestic violence history and just the fact that he refuses to take accountability, even though he pled guilty and settled out of court, that is a big marker of guilty but you know it's I just have no respect for people like that especially also when he does something illegal with like every fight that he's had in the UFC so far and it's just so frustrating because there are people in the UFC who have been training and perfecting their craft for way longer than he has or way more passionately than he has and 
they come in there and they abide by all the rules and they don't get nearly as much recognition as this guy so that is just something that i personally have a problem with obviously you know my opinion means nothing but still it's just so bothersome to me that we have this guy who repeatedly breaks rules like even with this last fight he wouldn't stop putting his fingers in maurice's eyes that was just so blatantly annoying to me but i also i love maurice green and i truly hope that you know he does come back stronger i know he has been worried about being cut and i posted something on twitter like if if dana cuts maurice i'm gonna go over to vegas and slap a shiny head which you know obviously is just a joke i'm not gonna do that but still like i hate seeing good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people i hate it so much but everything happens for a reason and i guess we'll see what happens with that i guess um Let's see. Next, we have Bryce Mitchell versus Andre Feely, that coming event. Uh, Bryce is a sticky bug, man. I mean, he I enjoy how he eliminates all the space between him and his opponents. And I really wanted Andre to win. But it was it was, I guess, fun for me to see Bryce's grappling since I never really paid much attention to it before. And watching his post out interview, I'm guessing I didn't miss much. Like, it's just annoying to see that he had so much marketing due to these stupid camo shorts rather than his actual grappling and that's really his own fault i mean that's what he chose to do and he just doesn't seem like he i don't know his priorities are just bizarre to me and it just sucks to see that you know andre really was committed to his fight camp and Bryce was just talking about these camo shorts, so it was just weird to me. But anyways, moving on to the Anderson Silva versus Uriah Hall fight. The one, the tearjerker, it's just so, you know, sad to see Anderson lose, but if it was going to be against anyone with his last fight, I'm glad that it was Uriah Hall. Because Uriah Hall really, I think, is overdue for some well-deserved recognition. I really love and respect Uriah Hall, and I love his fighting style. And I hated that Dana, you know, shit on his name so badly in the post-fight interview. And it's just, it's such a slap in the face, I feel like. Because Uriah Hall went up against a legend, and here Dana White is just belittling and just being so condescending and it's just it just breaks my heart man i wish he had more respect for all the fighters not just the ones that you know brings him huge paydays it's so disheartening to me so disheartening to me um but i it was really bittersweet to see anderson silva's you know last fight or so I guess kind of last fight he I don't it didn't look like he was too sure about that there at the end in his uh, post fight interview I'm pretty sure that I mentioned this before in a previous episode but I actually 
the first fight that I ever remember seeing that I truly paid attention to was him against Chris Weidman. And he actually lost that fight. Um, it was the one where his leg snapped. But still, I was just still so enamored by his kicks and just his overall performance that it didn't even like taint my vision of him with the first time seeing him fight him losing like just his fluidity and his his skill is legendary you know that's like the only word to use even in this last fight even though you know he did lose to Rai Hall he still showcased some of the coolest kicks I've seen and you know granted they didn't do as much damage as they would have in his prime but still I wish those kicks were implemented more in the fighters we see now not that the fighters we see now don't do really cool new stuff but it's just something about those classical classical maneuvers that he does with his kicks and even with his head movement and all of that it's just so beautiful to see it's so fluid so natural for him and I just think he faced a tough opponent in Uriah Hall. I mean, Uriah Hall is not an easy feat. Like, he he's pretty dangerous to me, I feel like. And he's entertaining to watch, for sure. And just that little speech at the end of um, him just encouraging Uriah and, you know, telling him, like, just do it. You know, just, just get your belt. That That is where the tears got me because he is one of the most humble athletes I've ever seen. And you could just tell that he, he does the sport because he loves it. He just loves doing it and he loves performing, performing and he loves being in there. And it's just cool to see that humbleness be consistent. And a big frustration that I have with the newer fighters is that some of them come off as very entitled you know, they don't want to work up the ranks. They don't want to give us some entertaining, legendary fights. They just want to jump straight to the top. And those fights can be legendary, but they fall hard sometimes. And it's hard. It's harder for these newer fighters to jump all the way to the top and fall down than it is for them to start low and work up to where they are. And it's it's harder on their egos and they feel more entitled and they get more bitter and they just become dis displeasing to watch and it is sad whereas guys like anderson silva they just stay humble and they stay encouraging it's just been a complete honor to be a fan like i said last week it's just such an honor to be a fan in an era like this because I feel like we're in like a middle like transitional period where we still have some of the older legends who are retiring or close to retiring that still bring a crowd and they're teaching these newer fighters in a sense on how to maintain these legacies and it's just so humbling and it's just I can't really describe the feeling that I get when I watch these fights and it's always feeling that comes from like the pit of my stomach that's just 
a warm, excited, nervous feeling that I get when I watch some of these really exciting fights. And after, you know, seven years of being a fan, that feeling just never goes away. And it's such an addictive feeling. So that was that fight. And I'm not sure what the future holds for Anderson, but I am just so excited to see who becomes these new legends and speaking of that my money is on Israel Adesanya he is such a powerhouse he's just all around such a star and I just saw the news that he is going to be moving up and challenging Jan for that light heavyweight belt. And I think that is going to be such a fun fight. And I'm curious to see how exactly Israel Adesanya fares at 205 pounds. I'm really excited just because I know fighters work up that weight in different ways and they also build up those skills in different ways. So I'm really excited for that. And I know that John Jones will be intently watching. Y'all know how I feel about him and I kind of wish that he would just do his heavyweight thing like he says he is, but I know that he has a lot of issues when the attention is not on him so he'll definitely crawl back down because he'll be damned if Israel Adesanya takes his crown he needs that attention so that is all I have for you guys this week I know it's a bit of a shorter episode but I just wanted to really focus on my feelings on you know Anderson Silva's retirement and just the highlights of these these people, these athletes that make the sport so amazing, so fun, and just adds to the longevity of the legacies that it's having. And it is a shame to see some big names, athlete or businessman, <laughs> kind of taint that. But, you know, it is what it is. And at the end of the day, my favorite aspect is watching these fighters do what they love and grow and become household names. So thank you guys so much again for tuning in and I will catch you next time.